I believe we are all here with great purpose and you deserve to live your best life. What I've discovered on this journey is that our realities are a manifestation of what's going on on the inside. I had reached this point in life where I deeply, deeply questioned, what is my purpose? And there was this voice in my head that said, you're not worthy. Once I made the courageous decision to change, that's when everything shifted. And then there was this confidence that spilled over into all areas of my life, into my relationships, my businesses, and I even became a better mother. My motto, you have everything inside of you to create the life that you want. Welcome to Creatrix, the transformative show that is all about you. This intriguing program will empower you to create and activate the precise dream-filled life you desire. And now, the host of Creatrix, Amira Mondin. All right, welcome and good morning, my powerful friends. Good morning, creators all around the world. You know, I am so excited about today's show. We are talking about part two, part two of ayahuasca, sacred plant medicine. But before we begin, because we have a powerful show for you today, come with me. Close your eyes unless you're driving. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And let that out. One more deep breath in. Because we are going to flow today. So before we get started, I need to let you know that the information shared during the show is for informational use only. It is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, condition, or as a prescription for any treatment whatsoever. It's not intended to encourage the use of ayahuasca and we specifically caution against the use of ayahuasca in violation with the law. All right, so now that that is out the way, Pintas, Purging Nada, Celestial Surgery, Spiritual Death, Rebirth, and more. That's right, this is part two of Ayahuasca, Sacred Plant Medicine. Now, if you joined us for part one, my featured guest shared with you the foundation, the principles, the the history of the Ayahuasca plant. Today, we're talking all about the experience, and today's experience is one where we are coming with vulnerability. We believe vulnerability is power. We are coming with transparency, and you are going to hear actual testimonials, real life stories of real people and their experiences that they had during a Yahe ceremony. So please, please join me in welcoming to the show, Carlos Duran. Now, as we discussed in the first one, we call him a healer, but what he really is, is he is love. He is love. And if you listen to that first show, you fell in love with Carlos. Carlos is a human with a beautiful soul who has dedicated his life to being of service, to helping people through the spirits of nature and medicinal plants known as ayahuasca. So, Carlos, welcome back to the show. Thank you for being here. How are you today? Good morning. The divine me honors and recognizes the divine in you, Amida, and to you listening. May the love of our creator flood your life in every instant, in every moment, always. Thank you for this opportunity. Mm, thank you. Thank you for all that you shared last week, and thank you for what you're going to share this week. Now, we have people already on the line, Carlos. So before we get to our callers, what is 
an ayahuasca experience. What what is that like? Can you lay the foundation for the listeners? And then we're going to invite some callers in to share with us. But before, you know, before we do that, just take us through what an experience is like. Okay, so so first, let's say that the experience is one thing, and the ceremony is another. Uh, the ceremony is the the space in which the experience is well experienced. Um, an ayahuasca experience uh, first uh, should be sacred, so hopefully it's taking place in a sacred space uh, using the, the sacred instructions of the technology of the particular culture that you're sharing the ayahuasca with. So the experience first should be sacred. It's a, it's a direct communion between you, nature, and the great spirit, the great creator. So second, it's personal. It's a personal experience. So it's a sacred personal experience. Um, what else is the experience? The experience is healing and transformative. Uh, the ayahuasca experience can bring clarity to the mind, can bring stillness or liberation from perturbance to the spirit, and can bring strength to the body. Um, it is something that works on the mental level, spiritual level, and physical level. And that, that is the ayahuasca experience to me in a, in a nutshell. It's a sacred personal experience that guides the mind, body, and soul to healing. Good. Thank you for that. So with that experience, you know, there, there, are, there are things that happen during this sacred ceremony, like a pinta, for example. What is a pinta? Uh-huh. So uh, d- depending on the culture, uh, different cultures... Um, put an emphasis on something more, maybe a little bit more than something else in, in the ceremony. So, for example, in our culture, um, there's four types of visions that can come in the ceremony. Uh, uh, and <clears throat> when I say one, it's not that it's priority one, it's just because it has to be a number of one through four, you can talk about them in any order. Uh, so one is the pinta, like you said, which the word pinta means to paint. Uh, and this describes a visual vision, something that you see with your eyes open and your eyes closed. And this can be a very detailed experience, like a, like an HD movie that you're actually in, or, or real life. It, it looks and feels and smells like real, like what you do in day to day life. Or it could be something more uh, cartoonish, or more colors and fragments and patterns. But it's something that you see, eyes open or eyes closed. And, and then from there, there's three other types of visions, uh, celestial surgery, there's counsel, and there's the most important vision, which is called the no vision uh, of, of all. But the, the pinta is the visual aspect of, of, of the journey when you see something. Hmm. Okay, and then now you just said counsel. Who's, who's the counsel? Okay, so so for example, for there are cultures that that uh, what they what they want to induce is the pinta. Um, and for our culture, what we look for is the council. Um, so for us, for example, having a visual experience isn't as important as having a consultation with the plant. And 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 this is when we receive direct guidance for our life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can receive. A is something that you hear, where you receive advice, 
or or it could be something that you intuitively feel. Um, so that that's what we call the, the counsels. You come, you you drink medicine with the plant, and then you receive guidance for your life. And that guidance is specific to the individual, and everyone's experience is different. Yes. Right. The, the, the experience is a very personal experience, like we said at the beginning. It's a very personal experience. It, the, the Yahe culture looks at each individual as a unique world. And so each world is unique. Each person is a planet. So the experience is unique to that world, to that planet. Hmm, that's really powerful. Okay, so if you're listening and you have questions for us, you know, please give us a call at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 888-346-9141. We have some callers on the line that want to share their unique experience. So uh, let's take a caller, Carlos. We have Belinda. Belinda from South Carolina is on. Belinda, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here and good to hear from you, um, Amira and Carlos. Hello, hello. So, tell Hola, us. Belinda. <laughs> Belinda, we know that you are so very special. So, you had a ayahuasca experience? I did. I have to admit that ayahuasca wasn't on my radar, but um, apparently it was because it, the way it came to me was completely um, not something I'd planned for. It was uh, a link. That was sent to me months before that I just never looked at from a dear friend of mine, and I happened to have bought her a necklace for her birthday, and she started crying, and it was a necklace of a tree of life, and she said, that's my sign, because she had been really wanting to go to have this experience, and ironically, I had bought myself one, and I had it on, and then I realized that message was for me. I learned quickly that ayahuasca can start working in your life before you realize you've called it forth. Um, mm. and, and I know that that's the power of the field that holds us all together when we're desiring and seeking um, answers. And I have come to understand that the earth does provide those answers. And a lot of that comes in the form of plant medicine and in a lot of the ancient wisdom that is stored here. And so that led me um, into the journey of Aya. And what did you experience? I was, um, I, I, I had read a little bit right before I went, and I knew it was a sacred ceremony, so I reminded myself all as well. But I went, and I knew that I was being called to go because I still was experiencing some pain in my life, some emotional pain that I just could not shake. And I knew that it dealt with my um, my uh, my childhood, and I think we all have experienced certain woundings from whether it's a parent or a sibling. And in my case, I had those woundings, unlike most people. Only I just could not understand, especially with the mother wounding, why I was feeling this even as I approached my late fifties. So I. Um, have moved into a space of love within that, but within myself there was something that needed to be released. And that's exactly what happened when I first took the the Aya. I was prepared for nothing, you know, anata or the celestial surgery I wasn't so sure about. And I felt that Pinto would be good and counsel would be good, but I'm, I'm grateful that I experienced three, three of the four and that is the penta, the surgery, and the council. The very first thing I noticed um, as the 
um, effect started was a blinking and fractiles, just like looking in a kaleidoscope. And I felt myself wanting to fight that. I think it's just part of some uh, fear that is encoded in us for a moment to, 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 to fight naturally. But I knew to breathe. That's when I reminded myself just to hold on, relax, and trust this process and this journey. And I did that through breathing and rocking. That just seemed to come natural to me. The other thing that I noticed profoundly were sound waves, frequencies. While we had many in the room and it was quiet, I could pick up on frequencies that seemed miles away. Or if a door shut, it just, I, I, I was already morphing into this field that was really wild. I mean, that right there is, is, is exciting in a way because suddenly my awareness into all that is was tuning in. And through that, I kept drifting in and out of consciousness, if you want to call it that. But when I, when I finally did lay down, because there's a point where you have to let go and let this experience um, progress you into um, what you're calling forth. And when I did let go, I, I just wanted to bury myself under my blanket. And so I went with it. And under that blanket, I let go like a baby. Mm. It was silent, um, gut-wrenching, crying. Mm. Linda, that is so powerful. That is that so deep, powerful. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So when you let, so when you finally let go, is uh, when you started to experience that which you were, which you were seeking. That is, you know, a beautiful story. Um, you know, I want to thank you so much for that. We have some more callers on hold. So, um, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in, and uh, much love to you as always. We love you, Belinda. All right, Carlos. Um, before we take our next caller, you mentioned celestial surgery. Belinda just called in and said something about celestial surgery. What is that? Yeah, thank you, Belinda, um, for a beautiful sharing of the experience. Um, so the celestial surgery, as you were saying, that there's four important visions um, in our culture uh, that need to happen during the ceremony. Not that all four visions need to happen to the same person. For example, uh, Belinda mentioned that she had three of the visions. Uh, sometimes you just get one of the visions, but you will get one, at least one. So one of them is the celestial surgery. And this, we say, is when the spirits of the celestial surgeons, these are the grandmothers, the grandfathers, or, or the beings of light that have uh, given their soul's experience or their soul's existence uh, towards the benefit of healing, specifically healing humanity and the planet. And so these surgeons, you know, they, they are light beings. Uh, they can be ancestral to the earth or from another time and space. But these are beings of light that have dedicated themselves to healing. And they come through the astral plane and heal the body. Um, in, in our culture, uh, like in many uh, ancient cultures, it is said that traumas, pains, emotions, uh, they are, they're often stored inside of the body. So when we have a dis-ease in an organ or a pain in the muscle or a, a hurt in the joints, 
um, or even a toothache or a headache, there's a spiritual component to it. So these beings come and, and heal the energy space that, that is causing uh, this ailment or this disease. Um, and it's often felt in the body. You know, many people talk about seeing the surgeons and they speak to the surgeons or they, they see the surgeons working and they can feel their heart being opened up or they feel their leg being opened up or they feel an intense laser. And so it's, it's very much a, a true, it's a celestial surgery, a spiritual surgery that's taking place. And many times there's a, there's a physical uh, experience that goes along with that. You know, you guys, I have to tell you, um, to the listening audience, uh, and I want to invite you after the show, I'm going to go live on my Facebook page and share what my personal experience was with celestial surgery because, yes, I did experience that. And uh, I am going to, to share more with that. So with the celestial surgery and also the council, and we have more people on hold who are waiting to ask us a question, Carlos, or to, to share their experience. You know, we, I want you to know that what we're talking about today is so very powerful and so, so very profound. And that, as Carlos mentioned, that the ceremony is, is sacred and it's, and it's outside of what we, most people, Carlos, you would say, um, are typically conditioned to believe or experience when it comes to, to healing. Would that be correct? Yes. Yes. So, um, and, and so with that, we're going to talk about that in more detail. We're going to take a quick break here. Uh, but when we come back, we're going to go into purging, purging. Yes, we're going to talk about vomiting. We're going to talk about things being expelled from the body and what is really happening. And I believe what you're going to hear from Carlos is there's going to be a new take on the purging experience and what is actually happening happening to you physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life that you want. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you looking for life's answers? How about the meaning of true self? Can you really be a better person overnight? Well, good luck with that. Now, if you really want to know more about this insane world and life we lead, tune into Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. You'll learn about how the brain operates under different psychological conditions. Some common sense. Heck, you might just actually learn something. Listen Fridays at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com.
Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email... Please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondon.com. Now, back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to part two of Ayahuasca Sacred Plant Medicine. We are talking with my special guest, Carlos Duran. And Carlos, we have William from Long Island on the line. So let's take his call. William, welcome to the show. How are you today? Well, maybe we don't have William. Maybe William will be back in a little bit. So uh, William, uh, let's continue on. Okay, Carlos? Yep. All right. So William will call back. Yeah, right. That's fine. Uh, let's talk about purging. Purging occurs during a Yahe ceremony. Tell us about what is happening with the purging experience. Well, there's the overall purge, which is the purging of emotions, energies, uh, negative thoughts, patterns. Um, and then there's the, the, the vomiting purging. Um, so uh, when we ingest the, 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 the yahe brew, uh, there's a few ways that it leaves the body. It leaves the body energetically through yawning, through sounds. It leaves through tears. It leaves through sweat, through pee, through through pooping, and through vomiting. And what's happening, according to, to the grandparents, they say that the vomit represents uh, energies that are being released from the physical body, spiritual body, and mental body. These are energies that are coming out. And when we poop... These are energies, but that they were stuck like inside of an organ or in the tummy or, or in a muscle. Um, so one is releasing physical toxins that are stored in the body and that goes up through the poop. And then the energetic toxins uh, are being released through the vomit. So and the in that energetic release, are those are also emotions right. that are trapped that come out that come out as well? It's, 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 it's trapped emotions that are being... And so many people will say, oh, I, I feel sick or I'm getting sick. But really, they're getting well. You know, we, we walk mm. around all day <laughs> with anger, with hate or resentment or envy or, or feelings of abandonment or pain. And mm. we manage these. You know, we manage them. We suppress them. But we carry them with us. And that's when we're sick. When you're actually in ceremony, going through the nausea, going through the, the release or the mm-hmm, purge, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's when we're getting well because we're getting rid of all this baggage that, that's holding us back day to day. 
Oh, Carlos, wait, Carlos, that is so very powerful. So when we are walking around with these toxic emotions inside of us, when we are walking around with the bitterness, the resentment, the uh, abandonment, when that's stuck inside of us, that is when we are sick. And what I hear you saying is when we purge that out, then that is the process of being well. And you know what? I have to interject here and I want to share what my what my experience was when I was with you down in uh, South America because that happened for me very, very quickly. I remember drinking the brew and then approximately 20, 30 minutes later, I began to dry heave. And in, in dry heaving, it then turned into actual vomiting. And when there was the vomiting, there was that counsel. There was this knowing. There was this voice that said to me, that was speaking to me. And and as I tuned in and I asked, I said, you know, what was that? And first of all, I expressed gratitude. I remember expressing gratitude because you taught us that. Gratitude for what was occurring. And when I said, what was that? This knowing came in and said that was resentment. And what was so interesting, Carlos, is that years of resentment, things that I thought I had forgotten about came up in this, as, at the speed of light, names, places, people, and it all came up and it all came out. And yes, immediately afterwards felt so much better. That's really, really powerful. So what we need to take away from what you're saying is when we walk around with these emotions and we're in this toxic um, these feelings inside of us, that is when we're sick. And when we're purging, that is when we're actually getting well. That is beautiful. Correct. That is powerful. That is so powerful, Carlos. All right, Carlos, we have William. William is back. So uh, let's take William's call. William, welcome to the show. How are you? Um, thank you for having me. Good morning to you both. Good morning. Good morning, William. Good morning, brother. Um, I wanted to share my experience. The first time I had taken the medicine, I went down to resolve some abandonment, self-worth, and self-esteem issues, and most of all, my depression, which I had been suffering on and off for a good portion of my life. And before I went in, I always had, I had this preconceived notion that it was a specific incident when I was a child that I, uh, I was abused. And uh, so the, the one thing about the medicine is it doesn't necessarily give you what you want. It gives you what you need. And what came to the surface was it wasn't that incident at all. It was a particular incident when I had surgery when I was a year and a half old. And that's where my abandonment issues came from. I didn't think my mother was coming back for me when she dropped me off. And that shaped me my whole life. I left the wake of women that can't stand my guts, you know, since then. And uh, what I really wanted to do was... um, as a powerful experience as that is when you do the medicine, I really wanted Carlos to maybe um, explain to the audience the more powerful experience of integration when you come home, what it is you need to do when you come home to process the information and walk in the light, so to speak. Mm. Yes, that that is something that we definitely want to talk about. So you know what, William, thank you. Thank you for calling and thank you for sharing. Thank you. Uh, that experience that is, you, that is beautiful. We really appreciate you sending you much love, William. Thank you. All right, Carlos. Uh, you know, you spoke about this in the first show, and William just mentioned it as well, that the medicine doesn't give you what you want. It gives you what you need. Can you talk more about that, please? Sure. Uh, William's 100% right um, in what he's saying. Um, how, how would I explain? You know, 
many times in Western society, we think that because I think it, it is correct. We, we have this notion that our thought is, is prime and absolute. Um, so we think, oh, I, I need this, I need that, you know, and we translate needs into wants. And, and there's a very clear difference. For example, you may need transportation, but you may want a Mercedes when a Honda will do. You know, so it's, it's the, 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 the spread or the, the chasm between need and want can be very wide depending on the individual and the situation. However, we see them oftentimes as one and the same thing. So, for example, I will go to the medicine because you can have intentions. You know, you're there to receive. So that there, there are stated intentions you can have for what you would want to receive or would like to receive. However, you know, I may want to know whether or not uh, I should continue in this marriage. Or I may want to know whether or not I should buy a red bike or a blue bike. But what I may need is resolution with my relationship with my mom mm-hmm. and, and maybe healing from a memory of childhood when I fell off a scooter or I fell off a tricycle. Or like what William said, you know, I, I had an abandonment impact that I wasn't even aware of. So we can want to receive one thing when we call a ceremony, but we will get what we most need, the healing that we most need in that moment of our life, in that moment of our evolution. Does that make sense? You know, that makes really good sense. Can you talk to us about how does that work? How does the medicine know to go in and, and heal that? Or, or, or what actually, I mean, let me reframe ran- that. No, I'm just... I'm just kidding. There's no random generator. What did you say? The, the what medicine, did you say? It has a random generator. Just pick something out of a, of a magic hat and <laughs> they can give it to you. No, I'm kidding. No, no, um, no. What, you know, and, and the reason why, you know, and the reason why I want to reframe that is because there's there's a sacred process, and there's some things that just are. You know, there's some absolutes in the universe. There's some immutable laws. And it's like we don't we don't ask why the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. It just does, right? So that's that's why that's I wanted to right. reframe it because knowing what you're sharing and how the plant medicine works, it just does. And there's and there's an honor and a respect that has to come with that. So I wanted to reframe that. And I wanted to take us yeah. back to you explaining what's going on as the medicine enters the body. That's what we'd like to the, know. The, the medicine is primordial wisdom. So the, the medicine has been around since, the, since before the creation of, of humanity and planet Earth. So she knows the whole story. You know, it's you, you, she's aware of every, of every aspect, of every nuance of your life. And so she knows because she is a divine spirit, because she is divine wisdom. She, you know, she sees us as her children or extensions of herself because everything in this culture is energy. And so according to the culture, our energy is a particle of the creator. The, the human is a direct expression of, of the divine. Okay, so it's like you took a little particle of the creator and boom, there's humanity. Well, the Yahe is also said to be a direct expression of the divine, a direct particle of the creator. So when the Yahe looks at us, she sees an extension of herself. So taking care of us is taking care of herself. So whatever we most need, she knows. You know, you may, oh, I want to heal from my most recent breakup. And she may say, that's true. You know, you want to heal from that, but I need to heal you 
from your relationship with your sister or your cousin or your father, your mother. I need to hear you from your relationship with yourself. That comes first before we get to anything else. So because it's primordial wisdom, it truly really knows at the soul level what you most need in this particular moment of time. And so it's, it's taking you back to the root, back to the root yes. of your issue instead of treating the symptom of the problem, Correct. which we're so conditioned Correct. to do. It takes you back to the root or back to the moment, back to the separation, back to when you felt like it wasn't safe to be you or that you, you lost trust because of something that happened that in the current seems to be what the problem is, but actually it's something that happened perhaps a long time ago. And if the root, like you just said, a long time ago, and if the root is in the epigenetics of your ancestral DNA, of your spiritual DNA, it'll go there. If, if the root is in a past life or an event or a situation from a past life, it'll go there. So, so wait, Carlos, really are you saying it'll root. go even before you were conceived? Right. If, if we look at the trajectory of the soul and we see that the soul goes through many incarnations, it can be rock, it can be water, it can be part of a star, part of a mountain, it can be an animal. Uh, you can even have, you know, other human lives um, as your own soul, but incarnated in a different body or a different experience. Um, it goes there as well. And so when it goes back, and, and, you, and you talk about it goes back before we were even born, and it goes back to the root of something ancestral, is that what the nada experience is? No, I don't, I don't know what this nada experience is. I, no? um, I'm, not, I'm not familiar with this term, because the word nada mean, means nothing, and so I don't mm-hmm. know what this means. I suspect that when people say that, you know, I'm not in their head, so I can't assume but what I think people are talking about is what we call the no vision, which is the experience when, when you don't have a, a pinta, when you don't see anything, when you don't have a counsel, you don't hear anything, and you don't have a celestial surgery, you don't feel anything. You don't see, you don't mm-hmm. hear, you don't feel anything. Uh, but what's happening there, if you vomit or if you have some nausea or some dizziness, um, what's happening there is that the medicine is going way back to when you were first created. And she's traveling through all the worlds that you have existed in, all the times that you have existed, all the spaces that you have existed. And she's healing any disconnections that may exist in, in the story of your soul's trajectory. She's healing any incidences that have caused energetic blockages in this lifetime. Um, she's healing any incidences that have caused uh, frustrations of growth or have limited your growth or are limiting your evolution in this lifetime. Uh, sometimes the word is karma that, that is used. There's other terms and, and other studies. Um, but so if you would say that you had a, a, a negative karma or a debt, she's going back and energetically settling these debts or healing this karma so that it no longer is a barrier or a resistance in this life to your growth, to your happiness here and now. So there could be what's called the, the no vision. Mm-hmm. And this is considered the most important vision of all because it's where the deepest healing is taking place over there, as we say, in, in the spirit realm, in the past somewhere, but because time and space do not exist, 
when, it, when you're healed there, even if it was a lifetime from a thousand years ago, because that energy is affecting you today, when she goes back to that thousand-year-old lifetime and she heals that there, the effects are felt here. The benefits are reaped here. Yes, and that is, and it's it's synonymous uh, in, in the experience. They called it a nada, the no vision. Yes, that you basically would go to sleep and you don't experience anything. So uh, they, they are the same. Now, you know what, Carlos, one of the things that we want to talk about that William also brought up is integration. Because when people have these experiences and they're so profound and it is healing on the deepest level and you experience celestial surgery, perhaps people even see celestial beings, they purge, they have the visions, they have the counsel. All of this happens in ceremony, which is typically anywhere from five to seven days is one of the, uh, as an average retreat or a ceremony, yes? Uh, a retreat is about seven days, yeah. About seven days. And then, and, and then within the retreat are the uh, sacred plant medicine ceremonies. And so when you have this experience and you come back, alive, awaken, reborn, um, with all of these wonderful experiences, the question is, how do you then integrate? And so when we come back from break, let's spend some time talking about integration and how do you continue on the path of healing and living your life to the fullest after having a Yahe experience, because, you know, one of the things that I have to say is, uh, you know, after having my experience, I came back to, hey, mom, you know, what's for dinner? Hey, honey, did you pay the bills? And I was like, you know what? I just saw the light. I just saw celestial beings. I don't give a insert choice word about the bills or what's for dinner. So how do we integrate once we come back from such a beautiful experience? So we're going to talk about that. Again, you're listening to Creatrix, Creating the Life That You Want with my special guest, Carlos Duran, Ayahuasca, Sacred Plant Medicine. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life. Have certainty in yourself and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. What makes someone successful in their field? On Transformational Energy Leadership, Dr. Matthew Allen Woolsey speaks to amazing guests who share their ideas, advice, tips, and tricks as to what defines success for them. The result is positive transformation for you. You'll learn that personal energy is the key to make it work. And you'll hear through actual examples how to bring that positive transformation to life. Listen live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, 
that it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, please send it to Amira, A-M-Y-R-A, at amiramondin.com. Now, back to Creatrix, creating the life you want. Okay, welcome back. And, you know, during the break, Carlos and I were actually chatting about the importance of doing your homework uh, in selecting the right place to experience a an ayahuasca ceremony. And with plant medicine and ayahuasca becoming a growing trend amongst the mainstream, you know, Carlos, why is it so important that people do their homework when selecting where to have a ceremony? And then what should they be looking for? Okay. Uh, why is it important? I'm in a non-priority order. One, you know, I want you to have an absolutely life-transforming experience because that's what the plant medicine is for. It's there, if your life is good, it's there to make it great. If your life is great, it's to make it excellent. If your life sucks, it's to make it good. So I want you to have a sacred, beautiful, life-transforming experience. And in order to have that, you have to find a place that serves the medicine with respect, putting the great spirit first, and honors the, the mind, body, and soul of all the participants that are coming. So it, it's important to do research. Uh, on, I recommend always to, to take the medicine with someone that carries a lineage, that has an authority that they answer to, you know, a place where if there's a grievance or a concern that, that, that you can go and speak to this teacher or, or, or to, to this uh, board that, that might represent them. Like, for example, my teacher has a, a board of, of elders that uh, in Colombia sit over him and over, over many other teachers, and I have my teacher that sits over me. So having a lineage is important. And having a place that has a good reputation, good references, good recommendations, um, that's important. So doing your research, looking for testimonials, um, calling people, talking to people, um, and aggregating information, and then, you know, putting it all in prayer or or following your heart once you have done your research. Uh, But definitely doing your research on the individual or or the center that you'll be attending is, is very important. Okay, thank you for that. And so when people are looking for the center and they're deciding upon uh, where to where, where to go, what can they expect, for example, if they come to, to your center, what can they expect there? Well, uh, our center is Finkambi Wasi, and, and that's located in Colombia. And we have an 11-day uh, retreat. So, so what they can expect when they, when they come, is my teacher and other titans that are there, female shamans. They can expect a respectful uh, representation of the culture. 
in a safe, lighthearted environment where they are taken care of mentally, physically, and spiritually. Um, and they can expect a, a full-service uh, uh, healing facility. Um, yeah, they can expect to be loved and taken care of, that's for sure. All right, well, welcome back, and we apologize for that. We had some technical difficulties. We lost connection, but we are back on, thank goodness, for technology. So, Carlos, are you still with us? I'm right here, Amelia. All right, so going with the flow, uh, again, you guys, we apologize. So here's what we are going to do. We have about uh, five minutes left in the show. I am going to wrap it up and give Carlos the opportunity to share some of his most beautiful final thoughts. But what we want to do is we want to invite you to a special call. Carlos and I will be conducting a special Zoom call, and we're going to invite you to that call to tune in so we can finish where we left off. We can share more about the ayahuasca experience. We can give you the tools and the resources uh, to connect with Carlos if you have questions or you're in the process of doing your due diligence and doing your homework um, as you are potentially feeling called. So connect with me on Facebook or on Instagram, uh, Amira at amiramondon.com is my website. You can connect with Carlos and uh, we'll get that information out to you. So, Carlos, with that, as we uh, wrap this up, I know we had so much more information we wanted to share, but, you know, if you could just share with the listening audience, you know, your final thoughts when it comes to uh, the sacredness of ceremony uh, and everything that you do in serving people uh, to heal. So what are your final thoughts with this, please? So I'm, I'm going to take my final thoughts and, and wrap it into uh, William's question as well, which is the integration process once we go home, um, which was a question you had asked as well, Anita. Um, so in, in the words of my teacher, Taita Juanito, what we want to do is think beautiful, speak beautiful, and act beautiful. If we can make our thoughts beautiful, if we can make our words beautiful, and if we can make our actions beautiful, then we will see ourselves as beautiful. We will see others as beautiful. We will experience life as beautiful. So this is the way to make our life the ultimate prayer. That every day, every instant, every moment, every action that we take, that we work that being conscious prayer when we speak, when we act, how we treat each other, how we treat ourselves, how we treat the earth. This is so important where we spend our time, our money, and where we direct our energy and focus to. You know, do we spend our time criticizing and judging ourselves and others, or do we find ways to express beauty, to make things better, to improve, to share, to release criticism, to release judgment, and to embrace acceptance? If we can move into this field of acceptance and respect, then we will evolve internally and externally, and life will be beautiful for us always. And this is also the best way to integrate after a ceremony to spend your days in meditation and prayer as much as possible, not abandoning our worldly responsibilities. You know, we have to close the front door when we leave the house. We have to pay our bills, you know. We have to pay attention to what's for dinner because the body has to eat. So we have to treat our body kindly, our physical environment kindly, the earth with kindness. If we treat ourselves with kindness and we express kindness, then life will be kind. If we treat ourselves with beauty and we treat others with beauty, then life will be beautiful. If you give yourself love and you share love, then life will be love. I see us. 
Bueno, mira, mm -hmm. thank you so much to everyone. God bless you all, and God has protect you always. And Carlos, I want to extend uh, my sincerest thanks and love to you on behalf of the listening audience. Thank you for coming on the show and for making the choices that you've made in life. Thank you for being of service, and thank you for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, and most importantly, your heart in helping people to love one another and to heal. And I thank you for all that you have done in, in impacting my life. So with that, I'm going to go live on my Facebook page in 30 minutes. So at 12.30 Eastern, we will continue this conversation and sharing the experiences. So I invite you to join me live. I will connect you with Carlos and everything that you need because as always, as always, like you hear me say at the end of every single show, you have everything inside of you to create the life that you want. Thanks for tuning in. Have a happy Thanksgiving if you're in the U.S. and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, and we will talk to you next week. God bless. Thank you for joining us on Creatrix, creating the life you want with Amira Mondin. Be sure to join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. And remember, you have everything inside you to create the life you want.